0: Heads up, friends, the unofficial Shopify podcast is made by indie entrepreneurs or indie entrepreneurs and may contain material not suitable for all audiences, like swearing or economics. Listener discretion is advised. If you enjoy the unofficial Shopify podcast, I bet you enjoy podcasts exploring how profitable businesses start, grow, and run, right? That's what our friends at the UpFlip podcast are offering. Like this show, it's a show that uncovers how great businesses are built and how others can replicate that success. Each episode features a real-world business owner expert who shares their story, strategies, and advice. So if that sounds good to you, subscribe to Upflip wherever you get your podcasts, and then let me know what you think. Well, my friends, it's another themes episode, right? Shopify themes. It's so critical. A Shopify theme is not just about making your store look good, right? It it is a bit like an an outfit. You you want to look cute. you want to feel cute? But unlike an outfit, it's the backbone of your customers shopping experience. It is more than looks. There is a lot of functionality baked into it. There is customer experience dependent on it. And as a result, That means your bottom line, your revenue, your conversion rate may also be tied to which theme you pick. Plus, you got to maintain the darn thing. So on today's show, we're talking about that crucial piece of the online retail puzzle, Shopify themes. And our special guest to go over it with us is Marcus Shoiga, who is the CEO of Clean Canvas and former senior Shopify theme partners manager. And so hopefully... Uh, should have a, a pretty good sense of what we're talking about here. This is the Unofficial Shopify Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Elster. Tech Nasty. Let's dive in. Marcus, welcome.
1: Thanks, Kurt. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right. Sir, let's start with a bit of your journey. How do you go from, well, just share a bit about your journey, from senior theme partnerships manager at Shopify, just, you know, rolls off the tongue, to CEO of Clean Canvas.
1: Yeah, um I I suppose that I mean it wasn't there was no intent, I suppose, on my side to end up going into that area. Um I, listen, life at Shopify was fantastic. It was a roller coaster, incredible journey. I mean, I, even to jump back before that, my journey into Shopify, I suppose, and I always sort of use this term, it was almost under false pretenses in a sense. And I don't know that sounds really dodgy, but no, what I what I'd intended more than Sort of similar to yourself as well. I was doing an awful lot of freelance work um, prior to joining Shopify, um, web development, web stores, graphic design, and so on. Uh, I had veered away from e-commerce an awful lot because at that time, some of the systems were just, they were cumbersome, brutal to use, not very intuitive, um, and very yeah, b- very very expensive, I suppose, as well, just in terms of from a, a client perspective, around the amount of maintenance. I'll go on with that. So I, I had veered veered away from that an awful lot. My web design uh, heard of Shopify. Thought this is very interesting. They started to to expand into Ireland. Uh, started to get a bit of a workforce hired there. Um, I went in with the full intention that I was going to go in, learn the platform from the inside, um, spend maybe six nine months there, jump out, and then use it as part of my service offerings to future clients. Uh, fast forward six and a half years later, I was still there. Um, phenomenal place to work i ended up in the themes section as 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 we um mentioned it was yeah a phenomenal experience because we had the ability um and those are that we we still had very much the early startup you know shopify at that stage so we were really highly engaged in certain areas particularly the theme partnerships community which was which was quite small at that time um so it allowed us an awful lot to collaborate uh to innovate beta test you know filter feedback and even just enhance the the ideas and concepts around what a theme should be for merchants and to make sure that that partner community were very highly merchant focused and engaged so through working with these phenomenal teams seeing their dedication to what they do what they build how much they're involved in it and um, i became a, a massive advocate and champion for themes and i suppose you know it, it got to the stage where we built this fantastic community. Obviously, the online store 2.0 started to come out. We started to reopen the um, the theme store. Um, but the two original founders of Clean Canvas, John Llewellyn Smith and Kevin Pierce, two amazing guys, uh, still great friends to this day. They actually approached me and said that they were they were looking for a Clean Canvas to to take you know fresh direction, fresh blood, fresh input. And obviously, knowing my tenure and my care and my passion for the themes and. My understanding of it from the platform perspective. Um, yeah, they just literally invited me to, to step in and help them run the ship.
0: So, how long ago was that? When were you? When did you join Clean Canvas? When did you join Shopify?
1: Yeah, Shopify, I think it was, if I recall, 2015, 2016, perhaps in around that. And I mean, I've been working with Clean Canvas pretty much as their contact point within Shopify for you know, pre- pretty much the time since I started at Shopify so that would you know i think i joined with them back in 2022 uh, yeah mid, mid 2022 i left shopify joined clean canvas and uh, been there ever since
0: you're at shopify geez five, six, seven six seven years what were some of the the key changes you saw in the theme landscape you alluded to it in your journey Mm, yeah, I mean, it's,
1: it's, uh, there, there, there was a couple of key pivotal moments, I suppose, in themes. When I joined first, there was still a, it, it was quite a, I'm not even going to say a high bar. There was always a high bar getting a theme into the theme store in terms of standards, feature sets, uh, requirements in general. But in terms of what a theme was and creating a concept and a brief around it, we would always ask a theme partner, why should this theme be in the theme store? Uh, it would force them to come up with a concept of brief, really think about the minutia of what this theme is doing and what, what is it serving? What's its purpose? Who is it aimed at? So that was ha- having the, the space to be able to delve into all of this in the early days, in the early st- stages of the theme partnerships, uh, community really did help structure how we wanted to look at themes and how they should be moving forward. So, eventually, that led to, like, you know, it, we, we had to identify, I suppose, where themes could expand and where they could go to. Online Store 2.0 being a uh, a great example. And even prior to that, we had, like, a non-section themes, if you remember them. Uh, and then, obviously, sections came and it was just limited home page. And then, obviously, the next natural evolution was getting that to Online Store 2.0, where sections were right across the entire, the entire store. Um, so, it was just... Working with the teams internally in Shopify, working with the theme partners around those was massive um, because it was literally the very essence of what a theme could could not do. Um, another big area then of course was obviously when Toby Luke put the mandate out for performance and that we all literally every area of Shopify had to zoom in and see where exactly we could enhance our particular corner of Shopify and improve the performance aspects of that from a theme's perspective. That was things like you know removing jQuery third party libraries uh native js web components and, and all these other factors taking it into making sure that themes you know were as streamlined and performed as possible accessibility then of course being another one so th- those were probably the the key ones um around themes um but yeah it's 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 also just you know building towards that area where the theme store could be reopened to more people
0: so you really saw quite a lot of of evolution in this platform. There's some things I want to go over about Shopify themes. So in the Shopify theme store, there's only 175 themes. There's less than 200. And this, so they're really quite vetted. What was some of the thinking there to try and keep it so finite?
1: Yeah, I, I, the, the the biggest premise behind all of this and the biggest driver was, and we, we, like we, we drank the Kool Aid on this. We we lived it. We breathed it. it we we you know advocated for this consistently. Was the product had to be merchant focused at the end of the day? You know this is this is the the person who is bringing this out. They're putting it on their store. This could be their livelihood. This is their you know their 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 connection, their customers to the world to their to their livelihood. So we wanted to ensure that anybody that's building, it's not just building this as a you know I solely as a, as a as a business interest in the sense that accumulate as much as you can and then maybe deprecate the theme and build another one, get what you can and, and deprecate it. Because there is an awful lot of work that goes in the, in the maintenance enhancements and the longevity of a the theme. Um, it would be quite easy to build one, get it up in the theme store, sell it for a while, deprecate it, build another one. But uh, yes, what you're doing is, is all those merchants that would have purchased or invested and hope that this theme would be you know, literally something that they could live with for a number of years while their business grew um, would be left pretty much high and dry and have to restart again. So so ingraining that into the teams um, that were building themes for the Shopify theme store was really what created that limit. I'm not going to call it a limitation, but that mindset that was it was not for everybody. Um, some people could commit to it. Some people would feel that this was almost too much of a demand. But it is that care for the fact that we really do want the merchant to succeed we want our product to be with that merchant or that store for as long as possible and that they maximize every nuanced element and every enhancement and every update and every maintenance element that's pumped into that theme to help them succeed online so i i know it it sounds um you know almost evangelistic but it, it is like that with the theme partners and i think that amount of Care that was put into theme partners um, landscape in the early days has really paid off.
0: I have I've always enjoyed just hey limit my choice so I don't have paralysis analysis you know and the other advantage of that is I've been doing this a long time as a, themes that I loved many years ago have been consistently updated and are still you know around today and are just better enhanced versions of the thing I loved years ago and so hearing your explanation of that intended thought it's kind of, it's been my experience i think that's great now contrasting that you could buy shopify themes from a number of places that aren't shopify when you do that it turns it's like the absolute opposite of what you described again it, we're biased we're evangelizing but man it's a horror show out there man oh <laughs> oh god we years ago said you can't we're just, we're not we can't work on themes that didn't come from the Shopify theme store or trusted developer. If it's like you got it from some third party marketplace, I'm out cuz that code was always a horror show. It was like we're going to take some WordPress stuff and try to adapt it. Oh, it was grim.
1: Uh, I yeah. I mean we we <laughs> we seen some I have a question ca- there. I'm
0: just like Oh, no, <laughs> but
1: I and listen, yeah, I mean I could talk about that for hours. They we've seen some car crashes in our times. Um and I like and I think it's 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 finally starting to well, I think it's it's probably started to come around a little while. If you go back to the older forums and the older merchant forums and Shopify community forums, and you see somebody even mention a WordPress or a, a theme forest theme, for example, or some other place, you you, you can just see the responses to what those have, have um, played out like. The big thing then for the Shopify theme store is it's the only place that you can go to actually be guaranteed that the Shopify features that are served through a theme are actually built in in a robust and stable manner. That was, that's like a prerequisite for this. So, I mean, if you want your dynamic checkout button, if you want your, you know, automatic discounts, you want your nested navigation, so all, all these areas that like Shopify invested into and that are served through the theme partners, that's where you go to ensure that they don't break or don't look absolutely catastrophic on an iPhone versus a, a Nokia versus a whatever it is that you're, you're working with.
0: All right. So. Clean Canvas, how many themes do you have in the theme store?
1: Currently nine. Uh, We can boast currently that we're the largest supplier theme store. Um, We're also one of the longest serving 2010, 2011, I think. Uh, And even saying that, just like you said, some of the themes that we have still on the go come from then, like symmetry, which is one of our top selling themes It's usually floating in around either first, second or third in terms of the top selling theme on the theme store and that's been there since about 2011 2012 um so i mean that 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 theme is it's not just stood the test of time but it has been reinvented numerous times based on you know at uh, various enhancements and obviously the the tenured experience that has been gathered within Clean Canvas over that you know well over a decade so you know that that keeps getting pumped back and reinvested into the theme so that every single version that we Release has some sort, you know, incremental improvement moving towards the needs of that particular current time.
0: The other one that really that jumps out at me, in addition to symmetry, is enterprise. I see a lot of of enterprise theme, and I think just because it it is so visually obviously like this is for larger catalogs.
1: Yeah, we we put a lot of work into enterprise. We went back to the drawing board because. Think Canvas has been around so long, you know, each theme was almost built in a silo in the sense that it, this is, you know, one unique code structure for this one, one for the next one, the next. Uh, with Enterprise, we decided, you know what, we're going to rework all our entire code framework, make it more performant, accessible, and also factor in extensibility, which we might get into in a bit. So agencies and customization services could build on top of our theme. Um, but Enterprise, Oh, it's on my list. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. No worries. Again, another thing I could talk about, you know, I'd I', I, I an item, but um, the the enterprise theme was just, yeah, it, it, it was a pleasure, but we really, really, really took our time with this one. The It is, as you said, large inventory, multi-product stores, drop shippers, large brands, but it also factors in so many conversion elements, promotional elements. And still, we feel anyway, at least, and and, and this is the, the feedback we're constantly getting, there is a lovely customer journey experience on the store. So a customer is never feeling cluttered or claustrophobic or, you know, it's just everything's piled in in a messy manner. You can quite easily have a beautifully structured layout store, but yet have hundreds of products displayed out across it and still have your conversion elements of factored into that as well.
0: As we ring in the new year, did you know that over 90% of Shopify merchants won't hit their maximum revenue in 2024? Ugh! That's because they're killing their conversion rates by using outdated landing page designs and default templates. You work hard all year, and you deserve to realize your dream of owning a successful store. But without the right tools, it's like running a marathon with lead weights tied to your feet. That's where Zipify Pages comes in. Zipify Pages is the game-changing landing page builder created by the founder of a $180 million Shopify store. It has everything you need to transform your store into a high converting sales generating machine. Zipify Pages intuitive builder, mobile optimized templates and AI powered features are helping thousands of Shopify stores boost their conversion rates and run more profitable marketing campaigns. Zipify Pages improves every page on your Shopify store Just select a template from their template library and then quickly customize it to match your brand. You can easily create better product pages, landing pages, category pages, even home pages. And because every Zipify template is tested on their $180 million Shopify store, you know they actually work. So don't let 2024 drift by with unmet revenue goals. Upgrade your store today with Zipify Pages and make this your best new year yet. Go to zipify.com slash Kurt to start a free 14-day trial That's Z-I-P-I-F-Y dot com slash K-U-R-T to try Zipify Pages for free. When we're talking about these themes, we would refer to them as premium. If I look on your website, I'm looking at themes. The title tag is premium Shopify themes. Our SEO tells us that this phrase premium Shopify theme is how we talk about this. What the heck is a premium Shopify theme? What do we mean by premium in this context?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good point. What, what what qualifies as premium versus, you know, just a thing that you're paying for versus, you know, a, a free thing by Shopify. Um, it, it's very easy to attach these keywords and tags and, and market in whatever way you, you wish. And we, we all know that people very often embellish, you know, just how elite or expert or premium they may be or the services may be. And can be difficult um, for merchants or any, any customer to let's call it decipher between, you know, what 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 is actually legitimately something that you get a premium service for or a premium product for versus somebody who's literally just labeling it as such. Um for ourselves, I th- proof is in the pudding, I feel we we've been we've been here well over a decade in the space as you know market leaders. Um you know the the reviews we have in our theme stamp themselves. Uh, it's much Easier to get a negative review than a positive review in any sense. We we all know this generally if you go to a restaurant have a bad meal, it's easier to leave a review about it because you feel incensed. Actually, when people have a great experience, they they tend to rarely leave a review. But yet, in saying that, we've got like I think nearly all our themes are over 90% in terms of positive um review rankings. And that's you know, over we've we've had over a hundred thousand merchants use our themes over the years. Um so with with the premium tag if i had to advise anybody anybody on it as regards what would decipher reach out to the team talk to the team behind it um see see why they feel that they are a premium theme and what do they offer judge their support judge their reviews take the product and the great thing about themes as we know is you can trial them indefinitely so go in take the product for a test drive see how much you enjoy using it how much you know, uh, you engage with the elements in it and how, I, I, as you go through it, you can sort of feel if there's elements that are missing that you wish they were there or things that you don't even have to look for because they're already presented in front of you and within a short space of time, you shall have a store looking like a million bucks that you know that you'd be happy to market with. The, the, those, all of those elements put in together um, lean towards that. But then when you're talking to the team, you get the support Like that, that I can safely say that, that the level of support we offer is, is something that we really pride ourselves on. But you can look through the change logs, the amount of investment that's gone into this product over the years. And again, on the theme listings as well, we have sample stores using our themes. So if you go in and check out those and see how other people are using it, you'll immediately get the feel of, yeah, this this is this is something that that does warrant the, the premium.
0: I do I often I look for and I reference those sample stores. Um, because I know it's like, OK, here is a real world use case of what this looks like out in the wild. So I find that very helpful um, when I'm browsing a theme in the Shopify theme store. I get 174 themes currently. If I browse all themes, I can now filter them. So I'm going to filter by paid. And then this leaves me with 162 choices. And from there, it says, OK, you filter by features, which if there's a must have feature I want, I'm going to I could use that like. Interestingly, only 126 have breadcrumbs as a feature, 143 of color swatches. Yeah, I think those two are, are table stakes. So now I'm, I'm down to 111 themes here. My remaining filters are, are interesting. There's catalog size and industry. I think both of those are nonsense, right? Industry, as it relates to a theme, is really just like, well, what, what splash photos, what stock photos, what example did we include in our default styles uh, and catalog size? This one I don't get. Like, I've never understood that. How is the, the theme and the catalog size uh, dependent on one another?
1: Yeah, listen, I am absolutely valid points. And I will throw this out there, and I don't think it's a secret really, but the, the Shopify theme store has not gotten the same amount of resources and investment as the App Store. So when you go into the theme store, the the filtering, the feature elements that are presented, some of the classifications and stuff, they need to be revised. They need to be reworked. They're not relevant. They, you know, they, they were designed, some of these things are early stage platform stuff that was put there and just hasn't been updated. Uh, there's a lot of phenomenal things in there. There's a lot of great people behind it, but there, there, there is a need desperately to rework this and present the themes better and to educate merchants around it more yeah um, industry it, it's impossible In you we, we can release a theme enterprise and we release it based around a, a business type or a business model or a business structure with an intent towards what the customer experience may be plus factoring into things like conversion the promotion and the presentation of products that can be used for anything that can be used from you know selling hand knitted uh tea cozies to you know massive sportswear and drop shippers it, it, there is no there, there's very few things within a theme that can make it vertical orientated so we could build like a, a clothing store theme and maybe create you know a, something that caters for size chart or a returns element or something like that and that's fine but that's not to say that somebody might take that theme and use it for an automotive repair center or something else because they like some of the the elements and the aspects and the designs of the treatment uh, and that's perfectly fine we 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 see our themes used literally for every possible thing you can imagine being sold online um some of it from the fun to the freaky uh it's, it's all out there as we know but it's um yeah it, it's catalog presentation can be a bit nuanced in the sense that we've got large inventory you need to make sure that like a large amount products be presented on like a uh, collection page quite well be it a grid be it a list format how much real estate do they take up on a page but again these things should be or can be configurable uh, within the theme settings as well so that the, the merchant has the ability to make the decisions of how they want to present um, but yeah there's there's a lot of things like i mean even breadcrumbs. it's weird within shopify because of the way the products can be assigned to different and varied collections, but they're not linked directly underneath them. The breadcrumbs system can only literally go one or two deep, so it is quite limited, and we constantly get questions about, you know, more nuanced breadcrumbs. Can we create them on the theme? But just not technically possible within Shopify. So it, it, it's, again, almost a bit of, I'm not going to call it a false advertisement, but there should be a little bit more nuanced uh, attention around those binder elements. Um, going into the theme store yeah it, it's just shop around just take a look um what i also find handy is just to, just reach out to the various partners that you might look at some of their catalog like the look of some of the, th- the themes they have may, you can get direct links to just their catalog of themes as well you can browse through those sometimes it's helpful to, to just section off something if you like the look and the appeal that a particular type of theme designer might have um like yeah reach out and talk to us we we can give you the information and yeah make it make a more educated choice there
0: what's the first thing i should consider if i'm shopping for a new premium theme for my store what's the one thing where do i start uh
1: i would look at the experience um of the team behind it for the simple fact that matters if you're going to invest this money into a theme. If you're going to purchase a theme, you want number one to know that this isn't a flash in the pan. It isn't something that's literally going to look phenomenal in this version or this iteration. And then six months down the line, you're still looking for some basic feature that's not there, or there's some bug due to a new browser update that still hasn't been resolved. So, so look to the experience of the team um, because if you're talking to a theme a, a theme partner that has you know, a, a number of years of experience you know that those areas are going that they have dealt with across all the support tickets they've done with merchants, that's going to be factored in already. So you're not going to find those same mistakes or those same issues or those same problems that all these people had maybe one, two, three years ago. Uh so that that would be the biggest thing. Experience uh in the behind the the product, um, look at the level of support. As soon as you reach out, how quickly do they get back? How do they get back? How do they answer your information? Or your question what information do they provide um you know and, and and get your guidance from there then sample stores look at those various and see how other people are using these themes and you know make a good judgment call as to whether you feel that that store is actually a pleasurable experience because at the end of the day we're all customers at some point uh online shopping so you know we we're, we're all perfectly capable of going in looking at a store and judging the experience that we had uh, are the novel elements or treatments that might be presented on a store through a theme um, and yeah that, that that that'd be the biggest thing um, demo stores as well if you want to the theme page listings for any of the themes check out the demo stores because these are literally the way that we have created a a mock version of our theme and we show how the features can be used so at least then you can go in and you can see the potential for what you can bring your store to um, and that, that, that'd be the biggest thing, but do lean on the team behind the product more than anything else. That, that, that would be my piece of advice.
0: And if we're talking about you know, with these themes, you've said many have been around for years and they, they upgrade, they evolve as the platform evolves, as features get added. How often should I be thinking about upgrading or switching themes? I think just the nature of a website is, you know, three by year four they're looking dated
1: it's it's hard in one sense because even with the best roadmaps and intentions and plans that we'll have to have you know particular type of updates or elements uh, sort of worked in over the course of you know however amount of months or a year shopify will come out with new features and then we have to rework our roadmap around basically getting those features out get them live so that people access them so A certain amount will be subject to, yeah, but but, what's Shopify releasing? Is this something that needing to be in themes or is going to be served through themes? So obviously, you know, Shopify have addition, you can keep an eye on those. So generally, if there's something major that's coming through in themes, you can always reach out to your theme partner and ask them, is there any major updates coming, but you know, we, we we try to avoid what's called, I suppose, those breaking changes. And this is just around, I suppose, around the, the platform uh, structure in the sense that certain changes to theme code structures cannot be automatically updated and carried across to your current customized version that you're using. Some require that you need to reset up the store on the new version. It, it's just, yeah, you know, it, it's the content portability issue um, within Shopify. It's just such a complex uh, nuanced area that to try and Treat it correctly. It's it's you know, I I don't know if there ever will be a solution, but again, it's a small lift for a major, major, major amount of value that you will get in a new version. So we we at, at Clean Canvas anyway, we try to limit any major, major, massive breaking changes or whatever. is it's like once maybe twice a year, subject to let's say a major Shopify feature coming out. To be honest, how regular should somebody update their theme? i would recommend at least on an annual basis at the very 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 because you you will be losing out on so many nuanced enhancements uh subject to who you're using of course theme partner but we we are there's things like accessibility performance um browser updates new device types uh all these areas that are constantly moving very quickly in the background so we're constantly keeping our products in like up to date in tandem with those so you may lose out on those few extra little bits and pieces um, just by not keeping it up to date. But again, you can just keep an eye on it. You can watch these things start to gather, and that just then decide at certain times in the year. Obviously, not a week before BFCM or you know some major sale or event. Maybe pick the quiet times of the year where you go. Okay, we've a week, two weeks here where we know that this is you know generally maybe a, a quieter period of our sales or it will allow us a bit of additional development time. And of course, in saying that as well, you, you can work away on a version of the theme in the background, have that all done, and then literally switch it across without any interference with your actual live store as well. So yeah, there's, there's, there's ways around it, but I, I'd, I'd say keep an eye on the change log of the theme, talk to the theme partners, um, but don't miss out on those cool updates because they're done for a week.
0: Yeah, check it out. I, the, I do the same thing. I look at the change log. Until when I, I see something interesting, I'm like, oh, that's that's what I want. And occasionally we'll we'll find like, all right, here, you know, a theme's been customized, but hey, there's this one feature that we'll go through the effort. We'll port we'll find and just like port just that code, which it's not ideal compared to the full upgrade, but it is a good, good hybrid approach. Um, it could give you a good like aid or stopgap solution so that you're not necessarily going through that full upgrade process as often. If your store gets traffic but doesn't see the sales you want, it can feel like throwing money out a window. And that's a huge problem. I get it, it's frustrating, but there's good news. IntelliGems, our latest sponsor, is the solution. This isn't just another Shopify app. It's a powerful A-B testing tool that transforms guesswork into data for decision-making. If you feel like you're in the dark on what works, IntelliGems could be the game changer you're looking for. With IntelliGems, you unlock insights into what visitors to your site really want what resonates with them. Test your themes, pricing, and shipping rates, and then get real-time data that guides your strategy, letting you build the best possible experience for every visitor. Plus, IntelliGems is easy to set up, and it integrates seamlessly with your Shopify store. So don't let another day of potential profit slip away. Make the move to smarter selling. Visit IntelliGems.io slash Kurt and use the code Kurt, K-U-R-T, for 10% off your first month. Stop guessing, start optimizing with IntelliGems. So you had mentioned you brought up extensibility a couple times. What when you refer to extensibility, uh, what are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, I say, and, and, and first of all, to your point, what you what you made there in, in terms of that that solution, absolutely. I mean, it can often be the most um, the, the the best approach possible at that given time, given obviously the scale of the store and the amount of work. But this is. This is also, you know, why why there's great service providers out there that you can actually lean on to do this stuff for you as well, and at very reasonable cost too. Or, you know, if you've got an in-house dev or you've got a a maintenance contract with somebody who can do this for you, phenomenal, absolutely. Um, and and for those reasons, and obviously for you know, we we build things that people can take, use, and go to market pretty much straight away. But we also see an awful lot of agencies and you know, third-party providers take our themes and use them for client builds. So you know, it, it gets them off the ground in terms of this is 90% of what we need, and then there's that extra 10% of these additional nuances. That's our approach. Yeah. It, exactly. And it's the, it's the, the, the most sensible, the time effective in terms of time and cost as well. For us, we want to provide that groundwork because we build a broad base. We don't build for, you know, the, the, the very niche, the very specific, the very nuanced. There's, we we have so many conversations around elements and features and stuff that we look at to potentially build into our themes. And you go, well, how many people are actually going to need this? And if we put that in, that minor as it may be, will still have a bloat on the performance impact of the theme. So if this is something that is only going to be used by a tiny subsection of merchants, then it's not really for us to be building it. Um, that is ideal for any other agency or service provider to use our theme, build on top of it for that niche category then. So what we've done is we've taken the approach that, yeah, we still see our themes as a great product, but it's also a start point to an extent or a base framework for for people, as you said, like yourselves or whomever to build on top of. So the way we've done this is we've released, and I think we are probably The, the one thing partner has the most amount of JS events exposed in our technical guides and documentation say, listen, here's where you tap in to the key functionality elements. of our themes so you can build on top of them. We've structured our code. So we have a huge amount of code comments left throughout it. So basically any, anybody who's comfortable going in there can navigate their, their way through all the code, uh, in terms of, you know, where they need to find stuff, what it does, how to reference it, what they need to build on um there's no spaghetti code we we build like in web components and elements so that you know and 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 we we give guidance around this in our tech guides literally so that people can take our products and further enhance them their very specific wants needs um yeah just just so agencies uh customization service provider or any small or large merchants brands companies who may have a developer in house can really maximize this and not feel locked out from this product,
0: what's the implementation? It, a lot of te- themes I'll see like, oh, there's a, a box where I could stick CSS in for just this section, which I like because I can make quick edits without breaking other things. Is this a similar concept? It
1: it it it's it's it, that and more. As we we have areas where you know you can actually add in custom HTML, custom Liquid, custom CSS just within the theme settings themselves, but actually. What we do then, as well, is if you actually wanted to go in and explore the actual theme files and codes themselves and further work in there at a greater level, um, we have we we literally outline all how we every function and every element within our themes that relies on JS triggering some variable or some event or whatever. We've mapped those out so that anybody going into work with this is not going to have to go in and try to decipher it. They can literally go look for this event and say, okay, we can now tack onto this event for an action in the cart will respond and do X, Y, and Z now for us. Um, so it it's I suppose it's it's that is a blue yeah, it's a blueprint. It's a blueprint for our themes that allows people to really sort of translate them very, very, very quickly from a development perspective.
0: That is music to my ears. <laughs> All right. So coming to the end of our time together. What do you think, one piece of advice you'd give a merchant who's starting out with Shopify, you know, they just, they have the store, they've got Dawn, they're making sales, now what?
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I suppose the the two biggest things that we tend to see in terms of merchants starting with themes are, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, moving from one theme, uh, from a free theme, perhaps into a, a, a premium theme is you know, your, your your product content. You want to have really good lifestyle, imagery, content, product, photographs, and whatever. So because the, a theme can only work with what it's given. So if you've got really good content, work on it, make sure that you've got really good, good lifestyle, videos, uh, product images, and so on and so forth. Because the better they are, the better your store is going to look, the better the presentation is going to be offered in terms of theme. And the more you can utilize all the configurations settings that a theme would provide, um, by ensuring you have really good content. I mean, Shopify is, is now including AI, so you can create really cool product descriptions and, you know, various other content and sure listen, we're all leveraging the likes of chat GBT and, uh, Bart or whatever, to be able to help, you know, create any type of promotional content. So ju- just work on those areas because. And, and, and i'm just kurt i'm sure you know this as well more than anyone is how many times have clients come to you and look for you to create a phenomenal site but giving you scraps to work with um so that that that's something i would say to anybody from the end no, of this the, and worst. the website yeah yeah i know it's it's yeah it, it, you you can only do so much when you're given so little um so i just say to anybody make sure you have your content
0: and yeah, it's like oh it. we got Three colors and a logo. Have fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you make the logo bigger, as they always do.
0: <laughs> well, rub the, yeah, we get, I have, I buy logo and beginning cream and I rub it up <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. We, we, we use like a little type of like liquid fertilizer and we just sort of grow them up the back there until they're sizable enough. But, uh, yeah, and, and, as I know, I've you said pour it, pour
0: the fertilizer right into the keyboard. <laughs>
1: It, it'll work wonders, <laughs> but um, yeah, listen. I mean, it's it's if, if they have questions about it, thing, reach out to theme partners because we've been doing this a long time. We can even if you don't choose our product, reach out and chat to them because they'll give you some guidance. And some of the nuggets might be picked up. Same as every service provider you work with, be it apps, be it the agency that's developing your store, I lean into their expertise because while people may be an expert we're, we're not an expert in products and marketing we're an expert in theme design and development um so we can give you know we, we can give guidance on those of the features and everything that we provide um but yeah just 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 lean into those areas what i would say
0: it, what i want to close on is you have kindly offered a interesting competition for listeners of the show can you walk us through that
1: yeah, so but what we're going to do is, um, for one lucky listener who sub- who has subscribed to this phenomenal podcast series, um, from the date that this is released, for a week afterwards, anybody who purchases a theme within that and contacts us and references this, we will pick one lucky person and they will get a store configuration by CleanCamp, which essentially means that one of our designers and one of our developers will go in and structure... Their store, just like we would do one of our professional demo stores on the Shopify theme store, make it look and be as fully featured enhanced as we can based on what the theme can offer. And yeah, so I I think it's a pretty exciting opportunity because you literally get to have someone come in and build it with a designer's eye that have been working on themes and stores for well over a decade.
0: No, it's a great opportunity. The, especially if you're like thinking about upgrading anyway, certainly it, explore it consider it how do they enter
1: enter is uh, simple just literally email marcus at clingon uh and just drop me your story url which theme you have and the fact that you listen to this podcast series and have subscribed and we will take it from there
0: fabulous i will include that info in the show notes marcus this has been fabulous uh where where can i go and learn about uh, clean canvas obviously the theme store Uh what's the site
1: uh, this site is just clean canvas all one words, so literally hit us up there we have you know contact forms that you can reach through there and obviously through our support site as well which is linked off that so and it is linked through our theme listings so just reach out to us by that means um, and yeah we'll be sure to respond but greatly appreciate being here thank you so much for having me on cards. big fan of the show and thanks to anyone and everyone is listening.
0: Thank you for doing it. Appreciate it.
1: No problem at all.